Hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, this is the big game pregame, the game. Uh, before we get into anything, let's go ahead and do the housekeeping, of course. Go to YouTube, uh, subscribe there. I'll be adding uh, videos when I can. Also, uh, go to the media or the social network or social media portion of everything. So the Facebook fan page and the Instagram fan page or just Instagram page, uh, Michigan Maniacs Podcast. Uh, like and subscribe there. Leave a message. You know, get a hold of me. I I talk to anybody and everybody who shows up there. We have a good time. Um, also, uh, guys, still that whole sticker thing is going long and strong, baby. Uh, you guys go ahead and leave a review on the Michigan Maniac fan page, or you go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, same thing, and leave a review there. Go ahead and send uh, send me your full name, what what platform you did it on, and your address, and I will send you a I will send you a uh, sticker. Uh, it's, I had to re- order more because it's pretty awesome. You guys have been doing a great job. Also, new one, uh, new promotion, guys. Uh, if you guys get now, I want to increase my Twitter feed, and I guess because that's what you have to do nowadays. Uh, I like to live tweeter the live tweeter live tweet the games, so I'll be doing live tweeting every week. Uh, all the way throughout the rest of the season and <laughs> the bowl game and maybe even some basketball games coming up but uh, I'm giving away five free shirts to the people who get the most of their followers to go ahead and follow me and when they follow me and they put down your your uh, Twitter handle in my feed or whatever I will start counting them up and the people who get the five most by the end of well actually we'll just say January 1st I will send out five free shirts. They're going to be pretty awesome. So go ahead and uh, think about that. Remember live Twitter. Uh, oh, also, get your questions in now for Ask Me Anything. I'll be doing that episode tomorrow. Uh, so please go ahead and leave your messages either on... I'm mean, expanding this to help out everybody in general. Uh, the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook... DM me, leave that, leave your me- your ant- or uh, leave your questions there. Also go to my Instagram, DM me there, leave your questions there, or you can even go to the post that I have, the actual ask me anything post. Leave your leave your questions there and I will go ahead and get them all together. I'm trying to keep them in three different spots so this way it's a little bit easier cuz two out of the three actually go into one one uh, mailbox system for me, and then the other one I can just look up pretty easy. All right, so let's get into this. This is the game, the big game, pre-game, the game. Whoo, boy! All right, guys, I've been looking at, I've been looking at the numbers, and yeah, no, I'm still sticking with. I, I think after watching that Penn State game. We have a fantastic chance to beat Ohio State. I mean, go back and watch the post-game interview with Chase Young. You think they would have won a one-point 
game, like where they came back and kicked the field goal to win the game, the way they were talking about how they were pushed to the to the, the nth degree, you know, oh, wait, we're just one team and we're always looking out for one another. You guys had an easy win. You knocked out their starting quarterback. The, the freshman quarterback led them for a good, strong third quarter. Uh, but made a few freshman mistakes with one missing a wide-open guy that would have gone maybe for 30 yards and kept the, the drive going. Instead, he threw an interception. I mean, it's just little things like that. And then, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Did they forget who Chase Young is? Because they were only blocking him with one defensive tackle. I don't know. Is the Is the original John Runyon out there? Because OG Papa Bear John Runyon could take down... Chase Young, stop him in his tracks. If you don't have that guy, then you don't need to be blocking him with just one person. And once again, they're doing half-ass ways of blocking. So yeah, he's going to get four sacks. And to be quite honest, I wasn't even really that impressed with how Penn State did it offensively because they, they are limited, really. If you want to compare Michigan to Penn State with weapons... I think Michigan's showing you right now that the weapons we have are straight out phenomenal. Like, we, nine people caught passes just last Saturday. And I think even the week before that at Michigan State, we had something like seven or even eight maybe caught passes. We're just not uh, a three wide receiver team. We're at least four to eight uh, you, anybody can get. We have two really good tight ends. They have one, one that's named after a fucking bargain basement uh, vermouth, Papplemuth or Papplefluth or whatever the fuck his stupid name is. That's all they got. And then they got KJ Hamler. That's it. Their running game is weak. Their quarterback play was suspect. So I wasn't even. And they still gave them a run for their money. They still did it at the shoe. Man. You get our defense out there. I mean, okay, we're going to go into some of the uh, the stats here. But everything that I've noticed when it comes down to the stats. So I don't really know where to start with these stats, right? Um, actually, you know what? I was talking about why we had a good chance after watching the Penn State game. Um, actually, it, it gave me great... Uh, because one, I think we're already better than Penn State. But two, I don't know if... I kind of framed this wrong, but let me just say... Let me start over. I actually think that the best uh, blueprint for beating Ohio State is the Michigan State game. I know it's going to sound weird, right? I know it's going to sound weird because Michigan State lost some, like... 38 to 7 or no 38 to 10 something crazy like that or 34 to I think it was 34 to 10 I think that's how the what they lost by anyways um I really believe that's the best way to, to because if you really dig into the numbers of that um they held outside of a second quarter debacle that Michigan State had they held Ohio State to just 10 points for the rest of the, for a three point first quarter, no points in the third, and seven in the fourth. If we do that, we avoid the, tw the second quarter debacle, right? That's the best game plan I've ever seen against Ohio State this year so far. Because as we all know, Michigan State's pure garbage. Pure garbage.
And Michigan State's wide receiver, they only have one. Well, they have two, Cody White and that and that uh, Stewart kid. But they, uh, I know I wrote it down here. Yes, yeah, Stewart Jr. had six catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. He dropped at least three, maybe even four passes in that game. That hit him right in the fucking hands. So that could have been a, a much better game by him. Also, Cody Davis. It's amazing how I forget these guys' names as soon as we play them. Cody White had four for 42. They had no they had no real running game to speak of. The work he was, you know, shoddy at best. But they held fucking Ohio State's crazy offense at the shoe for 10 points outside that second quarter. If they don't fucking brain fart and then just give up, that they had the best chance to do it. And you know how many fucking sacks uh, Chase Young had in that game? A half. A half a sack. He had two tackles out of his own and then two assisted tackles and one half sack. So if we want to see how to defend the the Ohio State defense, look no further than what Michigan State did. We have better athletes than Michigan State. We have a quarterback playing at a higher level than Lewerke. And by far and away, we have a far stellar, better, whatever adjective you want to use for our, for our wide receivers. We have a better, whatever it is, as wide receivers. All of them. They're top-notch, high-level. They can do it. So they're going up against... Ohio State, if we learn how to stop that, do whatever Michigan State did to slow down fucking Chase Young, then that's what we need to do. And if we can slow him down, then we've got this defense. We'll eat him alive. If they let us pass, we'll eat him alive. If they if they try to stop the pass and we've got to run, we've got three people who can run the ball and we have and we have uh uh Shea Patterson. And as we saw in the Penn State game, that true freshman quarterback was eating them up in the middle. So pick your poison. Michigan has finally got to the point where you hit us, you try to stop our pass, all right, we'll beat you running. And that's the whole thing. I don't even think I've heard so much about people saying, well, the running game has to be this, the running game has to be stronger, the running game has to be this. No, the running game just has to make good runs when called upon. Like They don't have to be dynamic. They don't have to be eating 20 to 30 yards per fucking run. They just have to hold on to the ball, make key blocks, and then get to, get to about four yards per pop. You do that because if we're if we're hitting four yards at a at a pop, then that opens up our, our pass game. And then if we can do the fucking pass like the play action pass, get that going, that's only going to make us even more dangerous. And that means that Chase Young gets eliminated because he doesn't know he can't just pin his ears back and then blitz Shea Patterson. Especially if he does that and we just run to where he was, like what Penn State was doing, we have a way better, way better job of beating this team. I'm telling you, we're going to beat this team. And it's going to take every bit of effort we can muster. But we're at home. We're on a roll. This team is focused. We are doing better than we have ever played in probably Harbaugh's tenure. He, now we finally have the best quarterback. I know, weird for me to say that. But we have the best quarterback that Michigan's ever had going into a home game against Ohio State in the Jim Harbaugh era. We had O'Corn in 18. Pfft, awful. Not 18, 17, my fault. In 2017, O'Corn. 
god-awful. We had Ruddock, who actually played a decent game that game, but had no backup. We were not very good that year. I know we started off real well. We had 10 wins, but that was a true magic act by uh, by Harbaugh. Uh, really impressive. Uh, but, so what we need, so that's what we do offensively, right? That's We got that right. So the keys to the offensive side of it is we just have got to start off strong with the run or the pass, whatever Ohio State is trying to give us at that point because we are good at both now. So we can pick and choose. Like, the Patriots always get blasted on about, well, they don't have a great run game. They don't have a great pass game. But guess what? Whatever you decide to stop, they do the opposite. You know, just like on their defense. They're going to be like, we're going to make you do what you're worst at. So if we can do that as a defense, then what we need to do is stop Teague and we need to stop Dobson. That's 100%. If we can stop those two kids from getting off big runs or even consistent running, you make them dance in the hole before they can cut it and move it and make them start to really work hard to get yards and hold them, I'm telling you, Justin Fields is going to get scared. He's going to get antsy, and he's not going to play very well. I'm telling you, we saw that in the Penn State. Once they started getting to Justin Fields, he didn't play very well. He fumbled the ball. Well, see, he fumbled the ball in that Penn State game, but I don't know if he really fumbled the ball. That was super close. But he still wasn't playing a great game. Now you give him time, and he'll kill you with the pass, but I don't think our defensive line is going to disappear like they did last year. One, for a couple reasons, I think most importantly, I think our team – is playing like a team this year. They're in it for each other. They're in it to win. They don't, they're not looking to the pros. They're not looking just to get paid. They're not looking just to move on, right? And I don't know which guys did that last year, but you could tell there was some type of major disconnect with our team towards, towards the end. Um, and also, we have legitimately four or five guys who can rush the passer now, can rush the passer. Last year, we had about two. Two, maybe three when you would when you would throw in the the Devin Bush, you know, the Devin Bush. When he would get moving. But I don't think he really he he would he would rush the passer. We're getting more pressure now off of five man fronts than we were when we were having seven people blitz last year. So that, that just means more people in in the overall backfield to guard, to, you know, press, to do hit you know, to scrape, hit fill holes, all that shit. We, it's it's so much better this defense right now. We're playing we're playing so much more as a team, and overall our upgrades are better than what they were last year. Now McGrone probably still ha isn't quite as good as Devin Bush, but he's having a much like he's maybe off by just a little bit. I did the numbers yeah uh, the other day about each position group, and I'm telling you they weren't far off. Um. Then you've got just, I mean, I just, we had Brandon Watson last year, slow. Now, granted, they found out how slow Brandon Watson was because our defensive line couldn't do shit, right? So it's a big, like, uh, domino effect there. One was hiding the other. So once the defensive line couldn't do anything, it totally exposed how slow Brandon Watson and Tyrell, Tyrell or Tyree Kennel was, right? completely 100% expose them on their speed. And, hey, listen, and then Haskins just picked us apart. I don't see that happening this time.
I don't. I, I Baby Boy Hutch, Pay, you've got even Jordan Glasgow's killing it. I mean, I'm not so much worried about their pass rush if we can take out Chase Young. Because you remove Chase Young's numbers from that defensive line. Well, the whole defensive the whole defensive front will do the sack numbers, right? As a defense, Ohio State has 41 sacks on the season. Now that 16 and a half of them are by Chase Young, right? We, on the other hand, have 32. Not bad. We have 32 sacks on the season. We have three guys above five sacks. Outside of Chase Young, they have no one above five sacks. They have a couple guys at four. But that's it. They have two guys at four. That's it. We at least have three guys above. We've got Uche, Pei, and Glasgow. Dom, I mean, you have to worry about all three of those guys. Yeah, sure, you have to worry about Tough Borland. But Tough Borland's going to have to worry about tight end, our running backs, uh, wide receivers going across the middle. He's going to have to worry about more than just pinning his ears back and coming after us, right? Zach Harrison, yeah, the freshman, he's going to be pretty good. Uh, but, I mean, are are we really worried that Zach Harrison's going to beat us? Or are we worried about Chase Young? We take out Chase Young of this equation. We do at least what Michigan State did. And that's probably quick passing. It's either, it's going to be quick passing and right up the gut running. Because you, you have to neutralize him somehow. Because the longer you let him... Uh, work against our our defense, our offensive tackle, and maybe even a tight end or a, or a running back blocking him. He'll win that battle. He's that good. So quick passes. That's exactly what Michigan State did to us. And I would assume if I go back and watch that Michigan State game, I can I can bet you money. That's exactly what they did to Ohio State. I mean, now remember this Ohio State Michigan State game could have been way different if Michigan State didn't fumble it twice like in back-to-back drives in the first quarter first quarter first half whatever so that's another key no fumbles no turnovers we have to play like we have been playing for the last four weeks no turnovers smart with the ball quick passing we do that we eliminate or at least neutralize chase young and then we can start working we we've got speed and space finally kind of clicking there, guys. We got we got the guys who can shimmy and shake and get open, like the the Giles Jacksons, the uh, Mike Sanger stills, the Cornelius Johnson. Well, he's kind of more of a typical wide receiver. He's kind of a big kid, but we've got it. And then what are you going to do? You try and shut them down, then we can hit you with our tight ends. Our tight ends have gotten way better at blocking over the last since Army, right? They've really improved. And now that McCune's back and he's healthy and he's moving, he's a threat. So there's going to be a lot of play play action pass, things that, but we need to get that running game going. And we need those guys to make solid runs, solid blocks. We need everyone playing their best game. This is the way you beat Ohio State, right? This is how you're going to beat the, the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Georgias of this fucking college football landscape is every, every, down counts. Every drive matters. You know how Wisconsin got in trouble? Because they went they they had two to maybe even three drives where they went three and out. And like three and out quickly. So you do a three and out quickly two times in a row, you're putting that, that offense back on the field against your defense that's getting tired. Shit like that happens. That's when that's when Dobbins pops a forty yard run. Or Teague hits a ten to fifteen yard run. Or then you you're just not doing anything and 
you're concentrating on them, and Justin Fields pops a 20-yard run up the middle. That's the kind of shit that happens. you got to give our defense time off away from this, and we've got to make our drives matter. If that means we eat up time off the clock and then get a field goal, but I want touchdowns. That's how you're going to do it. We're not going to beat them by field goals, but I'm just saying overall, you have to make it count. Like if, if you're in field goal position, take it instead of, you know, maybe wasting a fourth down and five, right? But that's another thing too. Petty Jim has to be Petty Jim in the last couple minutes of the second half, uh, the second quarter. We can't do what we did against Indiana in that second quarter and think that we're going to somehow beat Ohio State, right? If we have a chance to score in the second quarter and it's like two minutes left, one minute left, we need to do it. We need to push. We need to keep doing that, right? We, we need to make these things count. We need to always be on the offensive and always score matters, score mentality, let's do it, put points on the board, boom, boom, boom. Every time we're on that field, we need to make points on the board. I don't want to play this uh, field position bullshit. Uh, let's see here. So we stopped Teague. I'm telling you, if we can make Justin Fields beat us, I think we're in a much better position if we if we if and we stop the run. If we don't stop the run, we're f I think we're fucked. To be quite honest. But I think we're going to stop the run. I mean, our defense is hitting on all cylinders right now. And I know we said this last year. I get it. We were way overconfident last year and we shouldn't have been. That Maryland game really kind of uh, got me overconfident about what we could do to Ohio State, especially watching Pegram ground that ball when they he if he throws any better of a of a uh, ball to his tight end or wide receiver, we go. We go to the Big Ten title game. You know what I mean? So I think that got me way too sky high on that. But still, like I tell you, I operate in a world where Michigan every year can beat, well, not every year. I've I've seen some awful Michigan teams. But for the most part, ever since the 2016, when I identify as a Michigan Wolverine fan, where Michigan won the 2016 game. So, after our our my identifying win there, uh, ever since then, I believe our team can do it. I was a little worried with O'Corn. As a matter of fact, I wasn't happy. I thought we were going to lose because of O'Corn, and I was right. But, anyways, I believe. I work in, I live in a world where I believe Michigan can do it most times than not. And I'm still going to feel the pain if they lose, even if I didn't think, like, 2017 was no easier than 2018. They still lost. They lost. It hurts no matter what. Even when I kind of figured O'Corn would fuck it over with us. Just ruin it. All right? So I live in that world. I think we should all kind of live in that world. We're not We're not pushovers. I get it. We, we still get scared when you see when you see uh, Shea Patterson back there and he takes a snap. You don't know which Shea's going to show up, right? You don't know if the defense is going to revert back to the Wisconsin way of doing things. I get it. I understand that fear. I totally do. But I don't think this is the team. I told you, when after I saw that the second half of that Penn State game, this is a different team. And I said they weren't losing then. I said they're not going to lose another game, and I fucking mean it. They're not losing this game. This is going to be one hell of a fucking battle, though. But we're not losing this game. And I'm telling you, we're going to make Justin Fields screw up. 
Ryan Day might fuck up in a close in a close game away from home. I mean, I saw a tweet. Um, I think it's Anthony Anthony Broom, I believe his name is. He said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, Urban Meyer might have been a snake, but at least you can admire how he got to that point. Ryan Day, it was born on third base, act as if, you know, acting as if he's earned it, like he's got there on his own. That's the whole thing. I can't stand Ryan Day. I mean, I don't like PJ. I hate PJ. I will not hate. I really dislike PJ Fleck way more. But Ryan Day is doesn't. I mean, come on, man. You're you're playing with players that were given to you. <laughs> I don't respect that coach job. Anybody should be able to coach a good team like this. You should be able to get them over the top. You should. It's just the way you have this kind of talent. You shouldn't. What what Harbaugh did was way more impressive than anything that Ryan Day has done so far, which is a short sample size. But still, I don't think Ryan Day could bring back an Ohio State team that was awful and do as well as Harbaugh's done. You give a Harbaugh uh, a really good Michigan team and then you flip the script, I, there's no way Ryan Day does that. No way. I, I don't believe it. Now, maybe I might be wrong, and that will only be proven throughout time. So time needs to either make me look good or make me look bad on that assumption. But I'm telling you, I don't think Ryan Day – I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I don't think he. I don't think he's a good head coach. I don't think so. I, don't, I, think, he's, I think we're going to expose him. I really do. Um, so, and there's another reason why – I believe, see, people ask me, do you believe in, you know, it's always a joke, but do you believe in college football? Jesus, like a college football god type. Obviously, it's a joke because, you know, I prayed for diarrhea for many different people or whatever, right? And it's all fun and games. But, you know, there's a lot of things in life that uh, repeat, right? They say if, if you don't do anything to change history, change, history will repeat itself. Well, I think we're about to find this out this week because in 1968, not a lot of people know this. A lot of hardcore Michigan fans will. That is the game where Ohio State whipped our ass 50-14. to 14. And they ask Woody Hayes. At the end of the game, I think he went for a two-point conversion, and they didn't make it. And I believe he didn't make it. I can't remember. They probably did. Whatever. It's not important to the story. All it is is at the end of the game, they ask him, why would you go for the two-point conversion? And he says, because I couldn't go for three. That was in 1968. Right, 1968. They beat us 50 to 14. This year, so 50 years from 1969, re rewind it. A all-time Ohio State team, the team of the century, one of the greatest teams ever assembled in Ohio State history. Blah blah blah. They're going to win the national title. They're going to kill everybody, and they did. They killed everybody on their schedule. They come to Michigan, to the big house. And they lose 24-14. We are now celebrating the 50th anniversary of that game. And there's a lot of parallels there. <laughs> a lot. We have a coach that looks almost exactly like uh, Bo Schembechler. I mean, the older Jim gets, it's like one of those things where if you own a pet for too long, you start to look the same. I think he admires uh, Bo Schembechler so much, he's starting to look like him. To be quite honest, you know, like when you see uh, a lesbian couple or an old married couple and they look alike, that's what that's going on there. The admiration, the love for Bo, I think, is really forming him into Bo. Um, 
He looks just like Bo, to be quite honest. If, every time I look at him with the glasses on, the whole deal. If he was a little bit fatter, you would have got Bo. Uh, anyways, 2018, we get slobber-knockered by Ohio State. That, you know, Urban Meyer, their classic Hall of Fame coach, runs the score up on us, 62-39. Embarrassing. I'm sure if, if uh, Urban Meyer had something to say smart, he probably would have. Uh, a lot of uh, can't you see it? Can't you see? It? I'm doing a, a pretty lousy job of formulating this today because my mind's a little scatterbrained for some reason. But 2018, we get we get fucking ramrodded. 68, same thing. Next year, 2019, one of the greatest all-time Ohio State teams we've ever seen. They're going to kill everybody. Oh, they're blah blah blah. And same thing in 69. They came into the big house, and what happened? They fucking lost. Because they met a team that wasn't scared, that wasn't budging, that had the respect they deserved for a team they need to beat. They were oh, they were prepared, they weren't underprepared, and they didn't wilt underneath the fucking challenge. And I really believe that's what this team is this year. They understand what happened last year. They understand what going in overconfident will do in this game. They understand that they have to play a better game than they've ever played to beat this team. They know they've got the talent to stand with this team. They've got the coaching. Matter of fact, we have better coaches than Ohio State has coaches. I'll take Sean Nua 10 out of 10 times over old bitch titties uh, Madison. I mean, just listen to, listen to the voice of Aiden Hutchinson when he talks about Madison. There's some respect, but there's also a lot. There's that I want to show him. I want to prove it. Like, how could you do that type shit to us, you know? I can't wait. I think this team is finally built to do it. And the, the, the way we fucked up last year is no longer our problem. The crossing route's no longer a problem. The only thing that really would worry me is up the middle runs. That's it. That's the only thing right now that I worry about. Also, the play where uh, Peyton Ramsey ran the ball and then threw it, like kind of goading our guys into getting him, and then they t then he lobs it over their head. That is the one play I I have seen Ohio State do. So I would worry about that as well. If we just play our game and we stop the run, we can win this game. We're going to win this game. The crossing routes won't hurt us anymore. The big the big matchups that we're going to see is who gets Olave, who's going to be guarding him. Is it going to be Amory Thomas? Is it going to be Lavert Hill? How does Daxton Hill play into this? Who does he cover? Does he go up against Benjamin, Victor Benjamin, or Benjamin Victor, one of the, I can't remember his fucking name. Who goes what? Who gets K.J. Hill? We still got to guard that tight end. That's a good tight end, right? But they're not better than us. They're just not. They Yeah, sure, they have higher stars. Right, okay, fine. But I am telling you, they have not gone through the fire like we have this year. They haven't. They haven't played the teams to. And the tough teams they've played were all at home. They were all at home. And as we know, it's hard to win in the Big Ten when you're away from it. When you're away from your home, it's hard to win. Ask Wisconsin. Ask Iowa. Ask, uh, <laughs> ask Minnesota. Ask Penn State. It's very hard. These are very good home teams. And they lose when they go on the road. Why can't Ohio State do that? Every year Ohio State has a fucking, oh, God, I shit the bed moment. Was because they were away from home. 
and they played a team that wasn't scared of them. I don't think we're scared of them. I think we're so fucking outraged and we just want, we have this built up anger. It, it could get ugly. It could get ugly. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it could get ugly the other way. I mean, it could be, this is like a Super Bowl. You never know how the two teams are going to react because the emotions are so high, right? And I've seen, and trust me, I'm a Denver Bronco fan. Grew up, born and raised in Denver, Colorado. So trust me, I have seen the Broncos <laughs> look like utter dog shit in Super Bowls. And then I've seen them do the amazing. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for the this Michigan team being a lot like the first Bronco team that won a Super Bowl. The year before, we lost in the first round to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars when we were 14-2. and two. Lost in the first round at home. Come back the next year and win the Super Bowl. I'm hoping the same thing happens this year. We were way too, we were super good last year, or what everybody thought we were, right? We go into there and we get beat, get get fucking beat up, blown out. Hopefully this year we come in and we win the fucking game. I'm just telling you, I got a different feeling about this team, and I know I am going to be nervous as fuck watching Shea Patterson take the ball and throw it. I'm going to be nervous. I just am. This season has has really fried my nerves with this kid. But I want to believe he's going to he's he's more of who he is the last two weeks than he was the majority of the first four games of the season, right? I don't want to believe that Shea Patterson even exists anymore. So yes, we're gonna win this game. Keys to the game, like I said, we gotta stop the run. We gotta minimize Chase Young's effectiveness against our our offense, right? And then we just have to make every snap count. We do those things. Now, that's a huge, huge order. But we do those things. We win the game. There's no other way. Because we'll outcoach them. I'm telling you right now, Harbaugh is a much better coach than Ryan Day. Ryan Day looked good last year because all Ryan Day had to do is worry about fucking Don Brown. Urban Meyer did the majority of it. Urban Meyer's a Hall of Fame fucking coach. Last time I checked, Ryan Day isn't. And we know bitch titties over there. We know his punk ass. We know what they like to do as a defense. We've seen it because he ran it over here. We know what bitch titties Greyjoy is up to over there. We get it. Fuck that dude. I just, I hope we do it, and I hope we fucking rub his big, stupid, fat old face in his own bullshit. I just fucking hope we do it, and I hope they throw towels at him, donuts. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what, you know what, because he's a Greyjoy traitor's piece of shit, you know what we should do? Get fucking, uh, fucking hot dogs and throw those goddamn wieners at that motherfucker, because we just got done cutting his dick off, just like the goddamn Ramsey did in the Game of Thrones. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Game of Thrones, fantastic show. Uh, that's where some of those references are coming from. But I'm telling you, get a bunch of hot dogs and throw them at that old motherfucker. That's right. I want him to look like a porn star in a gangbang. Just nothing but penises slapping, just wieners slapping him on the fucking face as he walks off all dejected from their fucking loss this year. That's what I want. And we got, and we can do it if they do those things. We got to play the best game ever. Not even ever. Just up to our potential. We do that and eliminate mistakes. We'll beat this fucking team. We're winning. I have no idea what the score is going to be. Maybe because I'm scared to say it. I don't know. Ugh. 
I'm going to say we're going to win 38-24. That's right. Michigan's going to win 38-24 in the game. We're doing it. We're going to look good. We're going to shut them down. And it's not even going to be that close. They'll get some garbage time touchdowns to kind of make things a little bit nervous. But at the end of it, we're winning 38-12. to Booyah. That's how we're doing it, guys. All right. So this has been the big game pregame. But like I said, guys, uh, leave a review. Uh, get, hit me up. DM me. Let me know your full name, what platform. I'll send out a sticker. Also, guys, remember, if you guys want to, I'm giving away five free shirts November, uh, January 1st for the people who get the most of their followers or other people to follow me and then leave your handle in one of the tweets to me. All right, guys. Take care. Like I always say, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, go blue.